Welcome to the Happy Client Show. This is the weekly podcast dedicated to helping inbound agencies master the art of truly delighting their clients. This episode is brought to you by Do Inbound, the project and process management platform built by an agency for agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ben and Andrew. Hey guys, welcome back to the Happy Client Show. And if this is your first time joining us, then welcome to the extravaganza. My name is Ben Butler, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Andrew Dimsky, the man himself. Andrew, how you doing? Doing good, brother. Excited to dig in and talk about some conflict resolution steps today. It's going to be a fun chat. Yeah, it sure is. And this is the episode I wish I would have had three years ago, <laughs> you know, starting in this world. So this is going to be a really good one. I feel like as agencies, we got to have a process for everything. And that is the whole do inbound motto. And we have seen it to be successful. The The most successful agencies in the world are the ones that have built out, documented, refinable, improvable processes. And so that that's no different when it comes to conflict. And so having a method to utilize when you go into a conflict is going to make you come out that much more successful. So prepare yourself in this way. And so obviously we're talking about, you know, this whole season's about uh, been about client fires. And so we've been talking a lot about prevention, but now we're in the firefighting stage. This is where things, you know, the client isn't happy with results, actions, the work and interaction, et cetera. What do we do? when a fire breaks loose. And if you've done everything you can to prevent it and you've gotten to this point and something breaks loose, it's okay because we have a process and we have a method. And at the end of the day, I promise you it's going to be okay regardless of what happens. So Andrew, here we go. And you're the king of this step one. So take us into step one and tell us all about it. <laughs> step one is keep your cool. Uh, just recognize the cl- that client conflict is going to happen at some point. And if a client comes at you, you know, fiery red or just like calmly and respectfully upset, either way, it's important for you to keep your cool. Uh, You don't want to come back and fire right back at a client. You never want to send an email when you are mad. If you, if you're communicating in that way, always take a, a moment to step back, count to 10, think, would I want this response to be printed on the front page of the Wall Street Journal? Always think like that. And also, I would think like that when you communicate about the client to your, your teammates. Because who hasn't been in the position where they thought they were texting one friend and they ended up texting another because they were thinking about it? You never want to be in that position with a client where you meant to, to forward it to one of your coworkers and you said, oh, wow, look at so-and-so. He's flipping out right now. So think, A, would I want my client to read this if I'm talking internally? And B, would I want the world to see this response if I'm communicating to the client? I always like to elevate the conversation, always be the adult in the room, but communicate that you understand their situation, that you're working towards a resolution. Be as professional as possible and just try to try to find a common ground solution to this thing without ticking them off more. Um, that's a big thing in here, Ben, is just come to this cool and calm and try to keep a a little bit of a personal distance. You know, we've had some clients that have been very, very fiery and attack personally along the way. And that's not the type of client you'll be working with. So we go back to expectations in the sales process. Is that, is that the type of a client situation that you want your agency to be in? Try to spot those people before they even become clients. But if you do have one right now, just remember 
keep your cool, Ben. It's all going to be okay. Yeah. And Andrew, you've been one of my absolute best mentors in this agency space, especially when it comes to client relationships and conflict. And I remember what you used to tell me. You said, fine, Zen, Ben. And I love that. And, <laughs> and I put that out there to you guys as well is to find your Zen, you know, to create a layer of separation from you in the situation, to be professional, to be cool. So that's, that's the boilerplate right there is to find your Zen and that every word that you take has an, uh, you know, you hear the, the, the common science, every action has a opposite and equal reaction. So if you come out of there and you start telling your employees how horrible this client is, does that really help your employees? Does it help the culture of your agency? Not really. It just makes them angry and nervous and they feel off. You know, they feel a little bit off put by that. It's not good practice to badmouth clients in the office. It's just not good. And you don't want to create a, an environment that's full of that. That's a sin of agency past right there. So be cool. And Andrew, I love what you said about, whoops, I accidentally forwarded this to the client. Um, <laughs> that happens all the time. And, you know, you're angry, you're blinded by red, and you accidentally make a mistake and you make things worse, and you look like an idiot. So yeah. I would say the best platform for client communi- or you know internal team communications in this stage and through we as we go through this is either a conference call slack or in person so i wouldn't i would try to have any of these conversations with your team uh via one of those methods and not, not by email so that's a, a little note uh, that we can take out that would prevent the accidental send so yeah. uh step 2 here so we're we're keeping our cool we're zen uh what do we do next well we objectively analyze the situation. And Andrew, you are so good at this. You know, what actually happened? Do you want to tell us how to objectively analyze a situation like this? Yeah, you always want to be able to put yourself in that client's shoes and just say, okay, what happened? What did the trail of communication look like? Does the client have a reason to be mad? Yes or no? You know, who was originally in the wrong here? You know, I'm not necessarily formulating my response to them yet. We're going to get to that. I'm just trying to get a picture of what happened because as an agency owner, the chances of me actually being the person directly involved in this and having the full story is pretty low. So I need to go to the people who were working with this client, who understand the situation, who understand why this client is upset. So one example I can think of is we had a client who was pretty upset because they got a $10,000 bill from HubSpot and they didn't know it was coming. And that was a communication drop between our agency and HubSpot because neither the channel rep nor our team had notified the client three months ahead of time to say, hey, just so you know, this is going to renew automatically. That was something that we implemented into our process immediately after that is when you're working with a client who's with HubSpot, you want to be touching on that HubSpot relationship as well as the relationship with your agency going through at each stage in the process. That, that president was obviously flaming mad because we weren't working with the president on a regular basis and they didn't know that that was coming. When you see $10,000 show up on your American Express bill, you know, but that, that, that could cause some people a little bit of overreaction. So first of all, step back, analyze the situation, figure out what happened, and then talk it over with the team and figure out you know, who was involved with this, what's going on, and now how do we respond? How do we move forward together as a team to find a solution to this problem. Yeah. And I love what you're saying. Put yourself in their shoes. If I would get a $10,000 bill on my credit card without knowing where it came from, 
I would be a little I would be a lot angry. Well, Andrew, sad. you know me. You know I'd be stomping around <laughs> my office here throwing crap and uh it'd be bad. So definitely put yourself in those shoes and just don't pretend like you do nothing wrong as an agency. And you hinted on this and we're on to step three now is you're cool, you've analyzed the situation. And that analysis is really gonna help you with your response. You know, if if yeah, the client should be upset, then you know, in your response you should address that and acknowledge that. So prepare your response. You don't want to just go flying off the seat of your pants here and try to come up with something on the fly. Resist the urge to just pick up the phone and just call them. You want to have a response ahead of time. You want to be prepared and because this is a fragile time. And just kind of give you an idea, that incident with the credit card and the HubSpot, in my theory, you know, there's some other things going on. I think that was one of the ones that, you know, that was the straw that broke the camel's back and we lost that relationship, you know. So, your response is going to be really important in these kind of situations because that could be the straw that broke the camel's back with this conflict. So you need to have this preparation. And so you want to draft out your main points and then you also want to talk them through with your team. Do not let your response exist in a vacuum because I I have a bad habit of this sometimes is I mean well, but sometimes what I say is a little aggressive, you know, or too direct or could be stated better. So Have the sound mind to send it to your team, to send it to someone who can look at it and say, ah, I'm not so sure about that wording. I like what you're saying there, uh, but always have it overviewed by your team. Yeah. I think there's moving on to step four is like actually communicating with the client, setting up a meeting or setting up a phone call. I think a good point to hit on right here as you're preparing your response and as you're doing your research is first shoot a note back, say, hey, this is on my radar. I'm investigating it. I'll get back to you with a solution as soon as possible. Because the last thing a client wants to do is be hot and not know that you heard them or that you're working on a solution towards their problem. So just shooting a note to them saying, hey, thanks for sending this over. I'm working on a response. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. And then step four is setting up a phone call or a meeting. And Ben, this is something that Ryan here on our team is really, really good at, he says that in, he handles up a lot of our, the sales movement on the side of do inbound, but he says you never want to handle these situations over email because people are always more fiery over email because they don't, they don't remember that personal connection. They don't remember they're actually talking to a person um, because they're just typing a message. So try to get someone on the phone and talk through it so that they hear your voice, you hear their voice. And that's just a huge part of the relationship here. Get on the phone as soon as possible so that you can human to human figure out what's going on, get to the bottom of it, share with them your angle, what you're doing to rectify it, and kind of move things forward from that standpoint. Because the last thing you want, Ben, is for this to just go back and forth over email. you got to get that person on the phone so that you can talk through it person to person. Mm-hmm. And I would say – you know that these are not going to be the most fun phone calls and you're you're as a human being your reaction is probably going to be to hide in a corner at some points but you really just got to grow a pair and you know i'll tell you the truth it doesn't get any easier and you kind of just have to be courageous to set up these phone calls because they could be really heated you know they could be really scary in that sense and no one likes conflict but just yeah, you got to get them on the phone. You got to meet them in person. You got to look them in the eye. You got to hear their voice. You got to respond, and you got to be strong. You know, you gonna you can't cower in fear. So this is so important, and this is where agencies so go wrong. And in our age of digital, where we're just sending emails, text messages, etc., this isn't good enough. You need to set up a phone call or a meeting, and you need to handle it. 
It's not even a question. It's part of the process. Amen. And while you're doing it, this is step five. Stay cool. Stay respectful. While you're working that with that client, I mean, it should be a no-brainer that you never want to get into a shouting match with your client. You always want to like be, <laughs> <Why not? laughs> be edifying in that position. Uh, be calm and cool. Let them know that you're in control and that you're working on a solution. You have a solution prepared for them. But be cool. Be calm as you're responding to them and never get down into the weeds with them. If you're working with a sort of a corrosive personality, Ben, I'm thinking back to that episode we did on like the clients you don't want. If you're stuck with one of those clients who's, you know, really degrading to a team member or something like that, never go down to that level. You know, I remember an interview we did with Michael Redman a few months ago on Inbound Agency Journey who fired a client because of the way they treated one of their team members. They were just an abrasive personality and they belittled personally his team member and he fired the client immediately. You know, you want to be calm and cool and respectful. Never get down to the same level as the client because you need to maintain that that level of sort of, I don't want to say moral authority, but just that, that higher level to say, hey, you stepped out of line here. We're ending the relationship because of this. If you go and engage them at the same level, you then lose that ability. So stay calm, stay cool. That puts you as an agency in a much better position. Ask questions. That's step six. You want to grab the client side of the story, understand why they feel the way they feel, get to them, understand where they're coming from so that you know they feel heard. I think that's the biggest point of step six here, Ben, is, is you want to get their side of the story, but you also, maybe even more importantly, you want the client to know that you care enough to listen and that you care enough to find a solution to it. Yeah, because it's not all about you just going in there with a solution. You want to ask these questions, and you know there might be something that you didn't know about where maybe, yeah, you need to go reprimand your teammate right away, or yourself, slap yourself on the wrist, get in the habit of that too. Uh, you know, so ask questions, let their voice be heard. Some clients will, as they're giving their side of the story, they'll calm down as they decompress their feelings. And so it's so important to ask questions, to, to listen, to, to apologize if necessary. And this goes into step seven is once you have got on the call, you have it prepared with notes and responses and you've asked questions, and you've stayed cool, and you're in your zen mode, is to give a detailed reason and response, apologize if necessary. And this is something that Gray from the Guava Box Do Inbound team has really taught me over the years is you have to give a detailed reason. And he is a man of extreme detail. And he his emails, it's not it's not unheard of him to send like a 1,000 word email, but you know what? And I used to question that in the beginning. I was, I was a 50 word email kind of guy, but when you're emailing or you're responding, you want to be detailed. You want to have reason for what you're doing. It's not just because you said so. And so take time to give a detailed response. Case in point, you know, there was a, a really upset uh, client that we had and, you know, Gray and I were talking about it. And he said, you know what, Ben, you need to communicate the value, the reason that, and the, the client was upset about price. He said, you need to communicate why the price is what it is. Give a detailed response. Talk about what makes it different and what makes it stand above the fold. And you know what? This was amazing. The client was very appreciative. He said, you know what? I really appreciate you going into depth here. And I, you know, and still there was a conflict, but the client re really respected the time and the detail and the reason. And they might not always agree with you, but it's important to go into detail and with your response. So I would say 
Don't just be, yeah, well, you know, that's just the way it is. That's not good enough. You need to say it is the way it is because there should be a why to everything you do as an agency. And you know what? Apologize if necessary. Don't feel too proud to apologize. And this is all part of step seven. Apologize if it's your fault. Take responsibility. And that is so important. The sins of agency passed. They don't take responsibility. So don't be an agency that says, regardless, you know, uh, it doesn't matter. We're perfect. You're idiots and blah, blah, blah. No. Take responsibility. Apologize and be man enough or woman enough to do so. Uh, and then, you know, that's going into step eight here. And Andrew, you are a man of step eight. Tell us about what step eight is in this process. Yeah, step eight's all about just sticking to your guns. And, you know, don't let the client come in and push you around. Like for your pricing example, Ben, if you have a client who you're presenting an up service to and they want it at a cheaper price, don't bend to that just to make the client happy. Don't be afraid to stick to your guns there because at the end of the day, that's going to, the I guess the perception that the client has about your agency is going to be higher. They know that they can't shark you around and they also know that you think about your prices, that you are intentional and purposeful about your prices, that it's not just something you made up. You know, yeah. That's the big thing we want to get at here is clients who go in there and give you a hard time and get a lower price, you've then trained them that price is fluid, that it is something that can be negotiated and can be adjusted. And as a business trying to grow, that's not where you want to be. Mm-hmm. You want to build a company that cannot be strong-armed, but you just stick to your guns and you know, if it gets to that point, this is step nine, break off the relationship if you need to. If you have that client that though you walk through these steps, they're still hostile. It's just a personality disconnect there. Or you get to the point where they're just being unreasonable in their expectation of you and your team. Don't be afraid to break something off. The revenue is not worth the headache at that point. If you get to that point and it's just there's nothing else that can be done, they're not reasonable in their response then it's time to do like Michael Redmond did. Go out and fire the client because of these things. And if it's something that needs to be addressed internally, I love what you said, Ben. Don't be afraid to apologize. Stick to your guns. But if you made an error, man up to that error, admit it, and provide a solution for it. Um, but stick to your guns. Don't be afraid to break things off if they if they go bad and the client just isn't reasonable enough to bring it back around. Yeah, and this is the one thing I like to say. Sins of agency passed here. Agencies are typically known to do whatever it takes to hold on to a relationship regardless of how harmful and how non-mutually beneficial that relationship is. And so, you know, hopefully you have set up a way where you're getting enough leads. And even if not, I'm going to tell you what. I would not lose sleep over firing a bad client or breaking off a relationship that's just a headache and that is more of a time and investment that it's worth because do you really want to deal with someone who's belittling? Do you really want to deal with someone who's never going to come around and is going to smack you around for the rest of that relationship, who's going to grind you down? I personally, and I know you personally, we don't want to build a business that way. We don't want to build any business that way. And so neither should you. And so have the faith, have the courage to break it off if necessary. But I would say 90 uh, – that's a little doomsday. But I would say you know 90% of the time, these nine steps are really going to make a difference. And just the preparation alone, you're going to feel calmer. You're going to feel better. And you are going to be better at getting conflict from conflict to the happy time. 
Thank you for listening to The Happy Client Show. You can find the notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash happy. That's doinbound, all one word, slash happy. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first process and project management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review of the show to help spread the Happy Client Show vibes. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.